Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Today's Friday. It is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jason Smith. The man next to me is Mike Harmon. Greetings. Oh. We come to you live from the Geico Studios every single night here at Fox. Under a minute to go. Nuggets and the Pelicans. And it looks like the Pelicans are going to fall to defeat despite another impressive night for Zion Williamson. His debut number two going pretty well, shooting well, is Zion Williamson. Seven out of nine tonight. He's played 21 minutes. He has 15 points. Zion's had a pretty nice night, though. He's been stuck on these 15 points for a little while. He was sitting out for a bit. So it looks like he might wind up finishing this game with the 15. But you want to talk about what the big stat's going to be for Zion tonight. Yeah, 15 and 6 is nice for Zion. 
he's going to finish plus 16. Yeah, he is. In a game it looks like the Pelicans are going to lose by five. He's going to finish plus 16. Nobody else better than plus six on his team. I mean, that that shows you the impact he had on the game tonight where he's plus 16 and he's, pl- he's 10 points better than the next best player on his team. That's good. We're going to watch him work himself into shape. You watch this game here. You have uh, Malone got himself ejected. He had a big block in this game, running the floor a little bit better. And on Sunday, we get to watch him against the Celtics opposite the Pro Bowl. So that'll be good. I mean, mm-hmm. you got a multi-screen experience rolling. And, and look, the Nuggets, 30-14, and 14, no slouches. He comes out and has himself a nice game. Only 0 for 1 from three-point range today. Didn't get those wide-open <laughs> looks uh, from downtown. 1 of 4 from the foul line. That That's one that we'll hang a star on because we talked about that even last year uh, a, a wee bit in the midst of all the greatness, because you got to find something to poke a hole uh, through. Uh, the jumper has been solid, mid-range jumper, looking good. 15-6, and six, you'll take it. 21 minutes of play. Mm-hmm. No, look, and, and I mean it. You can't, you can't go crazy for plus-minus all the time. Look at it. If it's a game where a team wins by 25 points, oh, look at the starters. They're all plus 21, plus 25, plus 19. All right. But in a game where you have one player who is so far of an outlier, mm-hmm. either positive or negative, that shows you the impact he had on the game. And when the next closest teammate is plus six, you know, that that's ten more. I mean, nobody else is close. He, he was plus t- worth ten more points when he was on the floor than anybody else on his team. Conversely, Lonzo Ball, who played a lot of minutes, that, he was minus 16. So the, the impact that... Zion had in the game, even though he only played 21 minutes, plus 16 in 21 minutes, that's a pretty big deal. Look, he's showing that he is the real thing, and the scariest part is that he is probably only at three quarters of what he's eventually going to be, um, working his way back in health-wise and and trying to stay healthy. The main thing is going to be every night coming off going, is he healthy? Great. Did he get hurt? No, because he's had a knee injury every year in basketball the past three years. And every time it's like – NBA fans and Pelicans fans are going to hold their breath every, every time he takes the court. You know, it's like the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw takes him out and the Dodgers hold their breath. Is this going to be the game where his back gives out and then he's sure. done? This is it. You know, you hold your breath and that's what it's going to be like for Zion Williamson. How's he feeling? Feeling all right? Yeah, good. All right. <laughs> Move forward. <laughs> Everything's good. Ice him up. Right, we'll then. see him Sunday. Put him in bubble wrap. <laughs> Hide him back there. So a guy we're not going to see on Sunday. Not anymore is Eli Manning. Eli retiring earlier today, making it official what we knew since Wednesday, that he was calling it quits after a very long and illustrious NFL career. Eli says in his farewell, I did it my way. Eli walks out, and the big question, first of all, is, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? And I I don't see this as even a question. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Detractors are going to say, well, he was a 500 quarterback. Uh, Yeah, the last few years did take away from his record. But if you want to talk about numbers, he's got two Super Bowls. He's got two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowls that he beat the Patriots on, two Super Bowls that he won with last-minute drives both times. He's going to finish in the top seven in both touchdowns and passing yards for his career. If that's not Hall of Fame, I don't know what is. I mean, that is, is it going to get him in first ballot? Might he need to wait? I could see him waiting a year. Sure. I could see him not getting it. But he's getting in the Hall of Fame, and he's getting in sooner at the end of his career rather than later on because some things you just can't ignore. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, top seven yards, top seven touchdowns, 
handling New York the way he did for his entire career. I, I, I don't know what else you have to do. Playing 210 consecutive games. I mean, just go all the way down the line. I mean, you're talking about a career. And was he aided by the fact that it, of his surname and the town in which he played? Yeah. Born into one. <laughs> found his way and worked his way to the other. Look, I thought for much of his career he got a free pass, much like John Elway in terms of forcing his way out of a place he didn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. But in the end, that's now part of the discussion. Going, ah, oh, look at him. That didn't change what he did on the field and the accomplishments in big games, big moments, etc. So some of the arguments that have been had against Eli Manning this week are asinine. Right, you want to put him up against other quarterbacks and and say, all right, look at where he is statistically to this guy, to that guy, to the other. Everybody conveniently forgets some of their playoff debacles and immediately wipe it up. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's because of all the de- defensive lapses for Drew Brees. <laughs> nobody's got an excuse. They just ignore the playoff stuff. But Eli Manning got there. Six playoff appearances and two Super Bowls. I think you'll take that ratio. Yeah, you know, he had (laughs) such a negative Q rating the first few years of his NFL career. His body language was bad. He always looked like he was pouting walking off the field. But He he, was an acquired taste. But he just didn't have emotion, right? It was the same thing with Cutler. But with such a high profile, it's it's okay, I got to see something. Right, exactly. But, well, I mean, Eli won a little bit more than Cutler did, so Cutler's going to get that. But it's still the same same body language and, and... Jay was type 1 diabetic, so some yeah. of it was also trying to control that along the way. But, Eli but also, nobody ever bagged on these guys as teammates. Yeah, but Eli also got to the midway point of his career and he had a Super Bowl. Sure. And, and Cutler was still looking for an, an elusive Super Bowl berth you know, throughout most of his career. But the, the fact that Eli was able to overcome that because it was the nepotism – it was, like I said, bad body language. He always looked like he was sulking. Oh, now this guy pulls a trade, and now he wants us to feel bad for him. He had a negative connotation, and he was able to withstand that, perform, win two Super Bowls, and really get what it's like to be a leader and be a quarterback in a big city because it's not the the larger-than-life personalities that ever went went out in a big city, right? Joe Namath was the outlier. No, because Namath comes in, all I'm going to go out is I'm going to go out and hang out with women and have sex the night before games and, you know, the morning of games, and I'm going to be drunk at night before the game, and I'm going to go in and play a game after not having stopped drinking very long ago. (laughs) You know, all of this was the romantic version of big personality in Big City, and that's where that came from because Joe Namath was able to do it, win the Super Bowl with the Jets, Broadway Joe. We felt, okay, you need a big personality to win in big cities. When you don't, it's actually the opposite that is true because you need someone who is cool and reserved, confident, but not someone who lives every moment like, look at me, and I'm going to go out, I'm going to be in the page six of the New York Post all the time. Because look at the guys who succeeded in New York the past few years, and look at their personalities. Chad Pennington, not that kind of guy. Vinny Testaverde, not that kind of guy. Before... Eli Manning, 
it was Phil Simms, not that kind of guy. These are all your quarterbacks, your best quarterbacks in New York for the past 25 years. And what do they all have in common? They all had a little bit laid back, more quiet type personalities. They led differently, and they were able to tame the city. You come in, look, Baker Mayfield, oh, look at the swagger he's got. He's going to be great. Look at him. Oh, put a target on my back. Look how bad he sucked this year. Look how bad the Browns sucked this year. Oh, but Baker's got a great personality. Obviously, that personality did not help him. So when you're a quarterback, it's more about the even keel, being able to handle all situations, then it's, all right, Dan, the torpedoes, my hair is on fire. Let's go in and let's get it. That doesn't work. Doesn't work in big cities. And for the fun, because you brought up Joe Namath, uh, career numbers, one game under 500 for his career, 50% completion rate, 173 touchdowns, 220 interceptions. Hall of Famer. Yeah. He did win the biggest Super Bowl of all time. The NFL sure. changed because of the Super Bowl he won. No which question about makes it. Makes it such a big deal. Absolutely. And Eli Just, won two. And he won two. <laughs> that also preserves some history, right? I mean, the Dolphins still get to get drunk after you know the first loss for everybody because of him. Oh, they still do. They still do. Right. I mean, that would have yeah. been the end of it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, nobody would ever talk to Mercury Morris again. But every year we're gonna we're gonna do that champagne toast every still year. there, buddy. All right. So now that Eli's a Hall of Famer, in ninety seconds, we're gonna give you an idea that sounds crazy, but is it really that crazy as to who could replace Eli at quarterback for the Giants next year? So let me throw something wild out there. And it's going to be, oh, my God, Jason, you're crazy. Going to set the world Wait on fire? Hot Wait take yes. nonsense? Get ready. On a Friday uh, night. Alex Teicher, can we have some uh, flame sound effects here? Because this is going to be really, really hot right now. Do I need some time to start or just grab the flamethrower and go? Uh, just grab the flamethrower and go. I've, I'm like Scarlet Witch. Go, go just like flames just start oh, coming I like out of my hands. I was going to put you in the Jim Brown suit. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> Last season's losers. So damn hot. I'll be like Dr. Manhattan, the end of Watchmen, just like, just taking all the heads off of all the, all the Spoiler people. Spoiler alert. Boy, we just got everybody together. That's one big uh, six-man tag team, if there ever was. Scarlet Witch. That is how. Jim Brown. <laughs> that is how hot this take is. That's how hot this take is. Eli Manning retires. From the NFL today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he lost his job to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, who was in turn okay. This you year. cheat, Daniel Jones. He was all right. <laughs> Me, very little. You cheat very big. Uh, who was okay this year. Didn't come in like a house of fire, didn't come in like the world on fire. Showed that he's all right, but boy, he turns the ball over a lot, Jameis. Boy, you turn the ball over a lot. <laughs> Let me throw something wild out there that gets a little less wild the more you hear it. Replacing Eli Manning with the New York Giants. Wait a minute. Tysha's say gonna say it. it. Tysha's gonna say John it. First. Stamos! No, not John yeah! Stamos. Dang it. Send that hair. It's Come not on. John you tell me you wouldn't buy a jersey. A John Stamos jersey? Oh, I'd buy one. If it was made out of hair and it looked like I could Ooh. wear I'm wearing his hair. No, it comes with hair. Like you can put the hair on or off. It's your choice. Oh, it's like it like a mullet, like a yes. business up front party in the back. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna All find right. him an Uncle Jesse action figure from back in the day. How, wow, Den- a Denver Pyle reference. Very nice. <laughs> How about this? Replacing Eli Manning with the Giants, getting a three or four year contract to do so. Tom Brady. Yeah, now Think we're talking. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I know, I know, I know. No way. Oh, but the Giants have Daniel Jones. When big-time quarterbacks become available, 
nobody is safe, right? You're, the Brady victory tour you're going to see is going to involve teams. What they already have a quarterback, not if we can get Tom Brady, who is going to play another three or four more years, at least what it looks like now. You have Joe Judge taking over in New York, wide receivers coach with New England. Brady is not going to go play in Tennessee, right? Brady's not going to go play off the map somewhere. He is a big star. He is an icon. Where are he and Giselle and their kids going to go? Where are they buying the house right now? So Allegedly. Buying a house in Greenwich, Connecticut, which is right up the road from New York. Obviously, they probably want to make New York and L.A. their two bases of operation. they got a house in Malibu, but they're going to live in that area. And being in New York, Brady can be a star both on the football field, off of it. Giselle Bunchen can continue to do things she wants to do in New York. New York and L.A. are the entertainment meccas of the United States. Brady's not going to go play somewhere where it's, oh, look at this great fit, and he's going to go to Carolina. No, Tom Brady's not going to go to bleeping Carolina to play football. He's going to go to New York, or he's going to go to Los Angeles. So it's going to be the Chargers, or it's going to be the Giants. Or Vegas. Or Vegas. Do you really think he's going to go? To, I mean, let's let's be honest. Vegas. How good would really? he look in a silver? He's going to go play. Uniform, the though. Raiders are nothing but dysfunctional. He's going to go. Do, he's going to say. They got Vegas John Gruden and go. Mike Mayock. They're the saviors of the universe. You know, Tom. Here's what I <laughs> I want to change everything you do. I want to break down your mechanics and I want to show you how to throw the ball with your left hand. Because I think if you were lefty, you would add years to your career. I'm going to work on your footwork and do all of these things. Okay, so that's it. He's not I think it's go more just you're not going to a place where your head coach has no problem uh, laying you out in not the media at every opportunity. He can't leave Boston for a lesser place. All right? What is up from Boston is New York. New York would find a way. Even was we'll trade away Daniel Jones. We'll sign and trade something else. We'll move Daniel Jones. We'll, we'll let, hey, now you're going to sit behind Tom Brady for a year or two. Whatever it is, they will do it. But the New York Giants would offer him everything he needs to continue on his career. He'd have the running back in Saquon Barkley he needs. He knows the Giants would give him whatever he needs on offense to succeed. New York is never going to sit by the Giants and not get it right. Yes, he's walking into a mess of an organization where they're going to get rid of Dave Gettleman at some point, but it's the New York Giants. And if you are Tom Brady, where are you going to go to play football if you are bent on leaving the Patriots. There's not many places. You're not going to go to Miami. You're not going to go down to a team that was tanking up until now. You want to go to a place where in a year you can say we can win. What's the weakest or one of the two weakest divisions in all of football? The NFC East. We talked about Tom Brady's path to the playoffs. He's been helped immensely by the fact the AFC East has stunk for the better part of 15 years. That's right. Yes. Teams that can't get They've out of been their great. own way. The yep. Patriots have been great, but when are the Jets or the Dolphins or the Bills ever any good? More than just a five-game stretch. This is what gets them to the playoffs. Brady still wants to win Super Bowls. He needs the path of least resistance to get to the Super Bowl. Those are two divisions. The AFC South, I told you, he's not going to Tennessee. It's not he's not going to Indianapolis where you can be in front of a great offensive line. He's not going to go play where Peyton Manning became a legend. That's just not there's certain oh, things. Oh, but you can he's topple the legend. He's not good. He can Whoa. walk into New York and New York would say, Boy, thanks, Eli. Tom, now we got Tom. Now we got Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. And he can haunt the Jets again, at this time from like five feet away. But that's the path <laughs> of least resistance. The Cowboys, they're never going to be talented enough to 
get outside of themselves because they give and pay bad money after bad money and they give too much money to top-end players. The Eagles are a mess. The Redskins are starting over. Where can he go to win the division the next few years or the best chance to win? The NFC East. It sounds crazy. I know. It sounds crazy. But Tom Brady, where else is he going to go? Where else is an icon going to go? Yeah, I think he goes home. Uh, I think he's still in New England, but we've talked about that. You've got L.A. in terms of viable viable destinations. Let's just ferret this out for a moment. I know uh, we're, we're getting uh, some notes in our heads here. Uh, you've got an offensive lineman make up, what, two of the top ten players in terms of salary for the Giants, including a former teammate at left tackle. You've got a head coach that you have familiarity with from New England. Check, check. You've got $62 million of cap money available to you this year. Obviously, they overpaid Sterling Shepard, uh, but that's the way it goes. He's only on on track for an eight-and-a-half hit for this year. But Slayton acquitted himself quite, quite nicely, the rookie Darius Slayton. You look at Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy, Barkley, and obviously Golden Tate. You've got a pretty good setup to go have some success. So while I, I think he's a Patriot, I like the theory, and you could start the Photoshopping in your minds right now across America. I mean, you don't have to keep Daniel Jones. You don't have to keep him. You can easily push him to the side. Hey, we got Tom coming in for three or four years. It sounds insane, but the more I talk about it, it sounds good, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, I just it. like chaos, Tell and yeah, this yeah, would yeah. do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jerry Jones would start cursing immediately. 100%. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Coming up next, what could easily be the greatest prop bet we've ever seen in Super Bowl history? Coming John your Stamos way. at the Super Bowl or yeah. not? Okay, second greatest. Okay, thank you. It's coming up next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Like Prince wore the isotoners. OJ's on Apollonia. Oh, no, no, it's the other way. Whoa, Sorry, it's whoa, the other, other whoa. Way. It's the other way. It's Prince and Apollonia, OJ and isotoners. That's that's what it, that's what it, it's the other way around. I know I mix, like the, the Grammys, up there's a tribute to Prince over the course of the weekend as well. Yes, there is. There is. So you got that going for you. You got Aerosmith, Sons, Joey Kramer. Boy, uh, when you are... Uh, when you decide to sue the rest of your band you've been with for forty years, that's that's a that's a lot of skeletons in the closet. Yeah, but he still showed up for the music cares okay. event to uh, to pose for pictures. Hey, I'm here to pose. I'm here for the kids, but uh, I'm suing all you guys. Because here, here's the thing: he's footing the bill, as far as I understand, for the drummer that's in his place in Vegas while mm-hmm. he can't drum. For those that have missed this battle <laughs> uh, behind the scenes, uh, is but he's got to be making enough off that gig to pay that bill. So he's only kind of suing to get back. What? What is it? Why? Why do all bands wind up being at odds with mainly their lead singer or their drummer? No well, one's ever really at odds e- with the bassist or the lead guitarist. And sure, there's examples of that, but mainly it's always we can't stand the lead singer. The lead singer can't stand us. He goes and does a solo career. The band tries to move on with a new singer, or they keep quietly replacing drummers like it's Spinal Tap. Why is it the drum? It's never all oh, our bassist, man. We could stand that. Well, we, we should talk blank. to our guy Gorman about this at some point because Black Crow's on tour and he's been open on it, saying they just thought they could hire anybody to take his spot. Right, just the all right. You're a replaceable piece of the band. You're not essential. Well, and, was, and they do that, I think, with other members of bands. Just it's more famously done with drummers and well, substitute lead singers. Well, that was in Slash's book when when Guns and Roses tried. They decided we're all going to split the songwriting money equally. Except Axel says I'm not spending equal with the bleep and drummer. That's right. So they had to give him five more percent out of Stephen Adler's cut. Well. <laughs> Steven Adler got a pretty good cut. For oh, a that's while, insane. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Joining us now on the hotline, 
No one better to talk all the latest news in the NFL with an NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. The website, vetsandplayers.org. Jay, what's happening, bud? What's going on, guys? How are you? Dude, you got a big night tomorrow night. You broke a big story today. It's like the weekend of Jay. What what story did I break today? I didn't break a story today. Well, you, well, well, you had the Browns and Odell, and you know that's that's become a thing. Oh, you, <laughs> that was a little bit. That was a little time ago, though, wasn't it? Uh, we got a <laughs> we got a big night tomorrow night here. Before I go to the Super Bowl um, on Wednesday, we're having a big fight here at the Forum for Bellator. My girl Ava Knight is fighting. She's kicking off the card. Um, on DAZN, and the entire card is dedicated to MVP, to emerging vets and players. So we're going to have about 200 or 300 of our combat vets and players there. They're going to walk some fighters down in the cage. Our girl Kirstie Ennis is going to walk the, uh, the championship belt down in the cage for Cyborg and Julia Budd. It's, it's going to be an amazing night. Really excited. And then you got Glazer Palooza next week, too. Yep. We got Glazer Palooza on Wednesday, my, my Super Bowl party. And you know why I call it Glazer Palooza? So it's the first Super Bowl party of the week, right? Kicks off all Super Bowl parties. I started in 2007, and I called it Glazer Palooza just to piss off Strahan and Erlacher. No other reason. <laughs> that works. And 12 just years later, I'm like, Hall what's the, the most obnoxious thing I could call it? And I found it. And then next thing I know, the party took off, and we started raising a bunch of you know money for charity, and we've raised money for Steve Gleason, we've raised money for Jared Allen's. Uh, home to Wounded Warriors, and now obviously MVP. Then I couldn't change it, but I really did it just to piss them off. <laughs> well, you know what? I, now I can tell you because it's been a couple of years, but can I tell you what happened when we were at uh, Glazer Palooza in San Francisco? Go ahead. Okay. So we go to Glazer Palooza. It's Harmon and I and Justin. We're all there and we're, we're having fun at the party. And I run into Akbar Bajabiamila, <clears throat> who I knew from NFL Network. I'm talking with Akbar for a while. And Charles Woodson comes over. And Woodson comes over, and he's talking with us, and Akbar says, oh, Charles, let me introduce you. You know, this is Jason. This is Mike Harmon. This whatever. And Charles Woodson shakes my hand. He goes, I know you. And I go, okay. I go, well, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Network. And he goes, he goes, no, I know you. And he won't let go of my hand. And I go, okay. And I'm trying to think, oh, did I say something about him? Did I have some hot take about uh, Charles Woodson that he didn't like at some point? I'm going, when would I have done that? I don't think we did. I said, okay. I said, that's great. He goes, yeah, no, I know you. And he looked at me and he shook my hand and he squeezed it a little bit harder. And then he finally let it go. And I said, guys, we got to go, man. Charles Woodson, I don't know what I did to the guy, but he's re- he doesn't like me anymore. Oh, what's the end of this? Charles Woodson doesn't like the story. He just went, went, oh, he well, just tackled he, Jay. That could have been it. Look what happened. That was it. Charles like Woodson that. didn't like it. That escalated quickly. Oh, we lost Jay. Yeah, I remember that because I was Woodson looking around, looking at you, going, "I think, I think we need to separate from yeah. Charles Woodson." I, I, I don't know what happened. It was very and then strange. Frostberg went and started talking to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frostberg goes, "Hey, shout out Marshawn Lynch," and Marshawn goes, "Appreciate you, man." <laughs> Drinking out of a goblet or whatever the hell he was doing. No, it, that was a fun time. Always uh, one of the great events to kick off Super Bowl week. Uh, it'll be down in Miami, 12th annual already yeah. for for Glazer Palooza. Uh, I and I still I still don't know what happened with Charles Woodson. Now nah, yeah, we got stealing we, fact, your beers. We, we got, I mean, there's lots of stuff that happened. We got fans of us listeners of ours who made their own like Woodson death grip Twitter accounts no, and stuff right. for us. It was a it was just very very strange because I don't know when I would have said something about. Charles Woodson. When he was trying to change positions later in his career, maybe? but because, look, I I had done Fantasy Live for three years, and then, you know, that was doing, was, you know, here at Fox, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, but I don't know when I would have talked about Woods other than 
I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't have been anything where it was, oh, Charles Woodson did this or Charles Woodson did this. I have, really have no idea. I'll see if I can get an answer to that story. I have, I have so, no idea. We've got back channel it. Oh, uh, we got Jay Glazer back. Jay, did Charles Woodson grab your phone? Is that what happened? No, I don't know what I, I, I mean. Usually, you know, my part is about love, not fighting. <laughs> I mean. Oh no, there was no fighting. It was just a really, it was just a really fierce handshake. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not, well, you did something, obviously. <laughs> Well, that's just it. We're wondering what hot take it might have been. Maybe that he wasn't going to be able to change positions. He didn't like his ascot. I'm not sure. I, I, I have no clue. But by, by the time that usually rolls around anyway, I have no idea what's going on that night. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, obviously we watched Eli Manning call it a career today. Yep. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. I, I find it hard to believe there's actually a debate as to whether or not he goes into the Hall of Fame. You know, what, what, what do you take away from his career? I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he elevated a franchise and he did it. Um, you know, his biggest moments came in his, the biggest possible moments you could have in your career. A lot of other players, those big moments happen and they falter. He didn't. He stepped up. And, I mean, he literally in that one game, obviously throwing that pass to David Tyree, it was just he should have been sacked about four times in that one play. Um, you know, and that's a d- difficult market. Plus, Eli, he's struggling. I know people look at his record. Uh, that it was even, but early on, he it, it was a different game. He really struggled, um, and he still didn't cave. You see, another number one pick, they struggle. They never come back from it. He instead rose up and led this team, and um, you know became. I know, you know, it's always been a defensive franchise, but it was Eli's team during those those years during a, an awful long period. So I, I think Eli, you you judge it based on if you're a winner. And, and you lead and you make everybody else around you great, and he definitely did. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on the hotline with us. Fox NFL Sunday Insider, legend, broadcasting Hall of Fame, founder of MVP, Merging Vets and Players, the unbreakable performance. He's got everything going. Bellator this weekend, and obviously Glazer Palooza down as Fox, part of, part of Fox, uh, ready for Miami and the Super Bowl. It's Jay Glazer, at Jay Glazer on Twitter with that long introduction. Uh, we watched the next step in Antonio Brown's off-field issues, Jay. Uh, big wide receiver class in the draft, bunch of free agents is this just take him officially off the radar for NFL teams altogether? I think we work, we work with a lot of players who um, we try to give second chances to when they're, they're working hard for them. But they got to hit rock bottom first. And before you need to really turn things around, you got to hit rock bottom and realize you're at rock bottom and, and make drastic changes in your life. You know, we've helped out Ryan Leaf, and you got to see how well he's doing now, and he's always talked about it. Right. He had to hit rock bottom, and you had to make a choice. Um, we're working with Alden Smith right now, and he's been clean and sober now for almost six months and working with our vets at MVP every single week. And he's like, hey, I had to make a change. It's my fault. I'm not in the NFL. I had to make drastic changes. Um, and he's even like, I don't deserve, like, I'm not owed a second chance. And that's where you really got it. You got to be really honest with yourself and say, I have to make drastic changes. And Antonio's not there, obviously. Uh, Jay, lastly, I uh, know you're heading out next week. Before, we're not going to get your Super Bowl pick just yet, but what's yep. the what's the big thing that you're most interested to see in the Super Bowl? What, what storyline are you looking at the most? I, I'm, look, we, I'm interested to see how the secondary can cover those two fast receivers um, for Kansas City. I'm interested to see if Kansas City could shut down this running game. You know, there's there's a lot of the obvious there, and but I don't know. The answer to that. I don't know if Kansas City can shut down their running game. I don't know if 
you know, the, the secondary can cover uh, Hardman and Hill. So, you know, what you don't know is, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to, he's going to be a rock star. You know, guys like Kittle and Kelsey, they're going to be a rock star. It's, you, you know that, but I don't know the other questions. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer, at Jay Glazer, or just wait for Sylvester Stallone to put a video up with <laughs> Jay and, and himself and Pacino oh, and everybody. Yeah, uh, but now they put up a painting of him in the green room at Fox. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. see, you said you were a model, Jay. It's taken next level now. <laughs> uh, exactly. I've been a model for a long time, guys. Just not the type that we all want to be. <laughs> hey, don't forget, Bellator tomorrow night for all your needs. Check out Jay's latest yep. tweet on Bellator tomorrow, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Be good, bud. We'll talk to you next week. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Today was a much different day for Antonio Brown and proof that the judge in Antonio Brown's case listens to our show. Last night, we got the breaking news from TMZ that Antonio Brown turned himself into police after the report from a couple of days ago in which he and his personal trainer assaulted a truck driver who was bringing items to Antonio Brown's house. He had hired this moving company to bring things to his house. He didn't want to pay them. A fight ensued. They opened the cab door. They were hitting the guy. They were pulling stuff out of the back. Police put out an arrest warrant for Antonio Brown, and he turned himself in last night. And on the show, I said, you know, all of this, oh, he needs help, he needs help, he needs help. It's like people can't think of anything else to say about Antonio Brown. So it's, oh, let's go through now, he needs help. Let's stop making fun of the guy. Let's stop saying he's a lunatic. Let's stop, let's say he needs help. Let, let's feel sympathy for Antonio Brown. All right, I get that. I, I'm down with sympathy. I want to look at things positively, but I also want to look at things realistically. And the most important thing was he be stopped from the destruction that he was pulling off on a, on a near daily basis for the past few months, whether it was I'm throwing bags of, of gummy male appendages at police, I'm throwing rocks at a truck, I'm beating up a driver, I am threatening a woman who's going to sue me for uh, sexual harassment, sexual misconduct on social media, I'm not in the NFL because I have sexual assault cases hanging over my head. The number one thing was he needed to be stopped. This was a bad guy who was out of control. And before we go to, oh, you look at all these things, don't you feel sorry for him? No, he needs to be stopped. Because so far, all the things we've had that have come up in the last couple of months have been, you hold your breath and go, okay, the kids are okay, his kids are okay, the ex-girlfriend is okay. Ooh, this guy that got beat up, is he all right? All right, not exactly what he wanted, didn't deserve it, but... It could have been worse. All right, exhale. No, he needed to be stopped before something happened that you couldn't walk back. And I'm I'm not even, I'm going past what's going on with with the women in his life and and the sexual assault cases. That's different from what we've seen the past few months since he became an ex member of the New England Patriots. He is out of control, and he needs to be stopped. And that was the number one thing. And what did we see today? The judge stopped him from being that guy. Listen to the charges being read to Antonio Brown as he appeared in court wearing a suicide vest. All right, this is what happens in Hollywood, Florida. Many, many courts have this where when someone of notoriety gets arrested just for their protection because you never know how they're going to feel, I'm arrested, my career is over, my life is over, they put suicide vests on them, something where they can't attack, they can't harm themselves. He is watching the proceedings from a room right next to the courtroom. And here's Antonio Brown hearing the charges read against him. Good morning, Mr. Brown. Good morning. Mr. Brown, you're before the court this morning on count one, burglary with battery. Count two, burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, unarmed. Count three, criminal mischief, $200 under $1,000, first offense. I find probable cause, and I will hear from the parties. The... 
lawyers for Antonio Brown say he's misconstrued, he is misrepresented, he's misunderstood. No, he's not because he live streams everything. We know exactly who this guy is. Remember when John Gruden said, A.B., you're the most misunderstood guy in the world. No, this is who Antonio (laughs) Brown is. He's not a good guy. And you can't say a guy's misunderstood, but these are lawyers. This is what they're paid to say. The lawyers get Antonio Brown released on a $110,000 bond. But this is where I think the judge listens to our show. Because what also Antonio Brown has to abide by, he has to be monitored by a GPS. He's got to require he's required to release his passport and any guns he has. He's got to go through drug and alcohol testing. And he's got to get a mental health evaluation, which is what his former agent Drew Rosenhaus and his ex-girlfriend that he shares three kids with say they wanted him to get. So now he's been stopped. He has been stopped. GPS, no passport, no guns, no drug drug and alcohol testing, mental health evaluation. He has been stopped now as best as you can from doing damage and harming other people. Now we can talk about help. Now you want to talk about help? Great. Let's talk about help all you want. But that needed to happen first, and I think people lost sight of that. That it went, Suddenly he went from, boy, look at this, and it's, okay, now the guy obviously has problems. Well, yeah, he's got problems. Look at what he does. You think people don't have problems that, that commit crimes and, and are charged with, with felonies? Of course they have problems. But just because he's a football player and you don't know what he's gone through and what, oh, Oh, he's got, no, no, no. You got to stop the guy first. All right. You got to stop the guy, and then we can worry about getting him help and go from there. When someone's doing something bad, you got to stop the guy. You stop them, and then, okay, now we can move on. But that was the number one thing, and I didn't know how it was going to go in court today. It could have been, all right, Antonio Brown released $25,000 bond. Your next court date is in the middle of April, and suddenly he's back to live streaming whatever he wants to, and, and who knows the next thing he does to someone. In this case now, they took care of it. Well, and that's going forward what the the question is. Can they get the charges reduced? Because that's clearly what his legal team wants to do, claiming that they were, quote, overcharged, expect the charges to change, maybe brought down. Because currently you're talking about felonies where you're looking at a life sentence. So you've got the high end and the low end was here's your fine, some community service. Stay away from these people. Don't do that. Maybe Mm -hmm. some bogus restrictions and restraining orders and whatever that are pretty nebulous. Instead, you got the monitor, mental health evaluation, passport, all of these things come together that, all right, they took it seriously. And that and that's the big question coming in. What did you determine out of this litany of incidents, the number of times the Hollywood police have gone there? Because that's a whole other thing that needs to be looked at, right? Maybe an internal review of, all right, what do we do? when we kept Clinton called out here for domestic disputes and battles and him against Mm -hmm. his neighbors and whatever else was going on before it escalated to this point. Did we actually do anything? Did we go just hang out in the driveway and listen to him and then leave? Like, Because that's all they did the last time, right? The kids got in the car. The ex-girlfriend got in the police car. A couple of police officers kind of stood around shaking their heads. And eventually they all left, right? That's what we saw on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. That, that, That was really it with the uh, bag bag of appendages, uh, as you so well put it. Uh, So you've got... Harry Potter and the bag of appendages. Rejected Harry Potter titles. (laughs) Doesn't mean we can't do a parody movie. But the the idea being that it could have easily gone into the courtroom and said, all right, there's nothing serious here. Like, they're all, I don't know, disturbing to a degree. Right. And just, all right, is it escalating behavior? Where is it going to? you got the anti-suicide... 
Vest that's on. the most disturbing so, thing is so, actually seeing him in that suicide vest. That that's a very arresting image. That bad pun there, but that's a that's a, that's something that makes you stop and stare at it and go, "Wow, this is where we're at." But this, this guy is real, where we're right? at with Antonio right? Brown because he he obviously got the legal advice and someone was able to convince him to turn himself in. So that's a, at least a, a small step forward. But in all of this, how seriously were the charges going to be? be levied against him and to where you you stop the behavior. And obviously they decided, all right, it was escalating to a point where you feared for the safety. We've talked about the kids a bunch here on the program and his ex-girlfriend. Harm to himself, harm to this guy, right? When they go and they start throwing rocks, how do you know he doesn't respond badly? We talked about it a little bit last night, and some of our listeners appreciate the input uh, on the conversations we're having, that, that it didn't escalate to something there. So here, you at least put a temporary stop as it goes through the rest of the legal channels. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.